Hello and herzlich willkommen zum Auf die Fresse, the WXW Review Podcast in English. I mean, Hamilton joined by our very own psycho Mike Kilby. And Mike, how's it going after Karras? Who wants to see a body slam? I think so. About 20 of us think we've had enough of a weekend, haven't we? Uh, yeah, well, you can never have enough body slams. Unless you're, well, unless you're Jacob Crane, Crane in which yeah. case. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah we'll. We can take a belated look at Cout Weekend. Um, I'm not going to look at the showcase thing that just dropped on demand today, but how the hell did you dodge the Cout COVID, Mike? Like, um, um, I think I had a, well, it was confirmed because I did test multiple times before I went. I had a mild cold um, going out, which I believe I was still fighting off like on the Thursday. Um, but it was not COVID. It was confirmed not to be COVID multiple times. Um, and I think, I don't know whether it's just because my immune system was like kicking the shit out of everything. <laughs> it might have just survived through that. I don't know. But yeah, it seemed to be fine. Um, the only the only thing I've had um, out post-carrot is um, my ears popped going on the Thursday because I had, I say, like a mild cold and they still not unpopped. So that's the only thing that's slightly annoying. But yeah, I mean, I, I managed to avoid the big C, so... There's a lot of positivity coming out of Coward Weekend, and thank was more than just for tests. But it's going to my voice is just about fighting it off. But um, yeah, I guess main thing before we're not going to go match by match because it's all on WXWNow.com and we're not masochists. Uh, but you know, just general thoughts of the entire weekend. I mean, I guess for me, think about all four seasons in one weekend rain and gelts and cursion, snow before night one. Had a fair bit of wind, was a fair bit of sunshine, like crazy weather for Cout Weekend. Yeah, it was, um, and the, the Friday especially. Um, I woke up on Friday morning, quite reasonable, quite a reasonable time, um, and I went on. I went over to Hattingen, which is sort of at the end of one of the S-Bahn lines, uh, S3 or something, and it was beautiful. It was actually quite. I, I had my coat off in the morning, and then I sort of had a walk around there, and it was about eleven o'clock. 12 o'clock, then it started raining there, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Got on the train all the way back to Oberhausen, and absolutely soaked. I get back to the get back to the trip and get 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 dry again, and then I go out to the bowling alley. And then I'm coming out of the bowling alley and it's pouring down with snow, and I'm like, well, bloody hell. So li- I think I got a little taste of summer from the uh, when I was in Hattingham, but that was about it. <laughs> but it's better to be walking around in snow than I think it is to be walking around in the rain. So yeah, I mean, I mean, from a circle, so obviously um, this was Gadget's first uh, trip to Germany for Carrot or for anything, but uh, that's unrelated. And we, so obviously, there's a, you know, we found out sort of day or two before flying out that public transport, especially for trains, was an absolute mess. Yes. Like we're doing some train works between now and July around uh, Duisburg. And it basically meant all the train times we threw out were just, yeah, forget that. Um, like, a lot of folks coming in from the airport, um, basically had to take a few trains, changes, or get buses. I know I arrived on Wednesday afternoon, and this was also in the middle of, quote-unquote, informal strike action. And it meant there was a lot of trains just suddenly fell off the schedule. It's like, I, no, I, when I left Heathrow, I thought, right, Get to Dusseldorf this time in my house laid out anyway, so it's already having my problem. You know, get out through an hour's queue for passport control because yay Brexit. And you no know, get my train for it, right. 
get through, see what time the trains are. I'll grab some lunch. Open the DB Navigator app. This train is cancelled. All the options were for buses. Well, you see, that's, I don't quite understand it because it was absolutely fine for me both ways. Yeah. I mean, like, so, you know, I, got, I got there, yeah. um, no, outbound. Uh, not a single, no, not a single train. Not, I knew it was going to have to make a change, but everyone was saying, get to Dewisburg, get off and bus. Well, get to Dewisburg, the signs are non-existent or no, barely there. So finally find where the bus stops are, no, no venture get to house, no problem. Uh, coming back, same thing. A lot of the, no, lot of trains no, fell off the schedule for right. Went with DB up again, and it said, Go through to Gelsenkirchen, and there's a train from Gelsenkirchen to uh, Dusseldorf. Great. So go for machine, punch in, you know, Oberhausen to uh, Dusseldorf Airport, make the change at Gelsenkirchen, get the train, first stop on, tickets please. This ticket is invalid. What do you mean? I'm going from Oberhausen to Dusseldorf Airport. I put that in the machine, and those are the times I was given the station. Oh no, you need to buy another ticket at uh, Essence. Like, but I got on it at Dusseldorf, at Like, I mean, look, well, the guy let us off. I have to admit, like, that doesn't make any sense because um, it's all on the. Sorry, this is not really related to the carrot at all, but it's all on the same VRR tariff. So I don't yeah. understand why. Yeah. I, it, it just I think, made I think no sense. I might have been trying to hustle you then. Well, maybe we've seen said, well, do I need to buy a new ticket? Oh no, we don't sell them on here. Well, what are you going to do? Chuck me off? But same, I was uh, all fun and games, and obviously for you know, tying us back into the wrestling, through the circle, a lot of the trains we flagged up didn't exist. Uh, the only train that did exist was a shuttle between Oberhausen and Gelsenkirchen, which passed the old academy, as all the I not. And getting there, you no, know, I took end of a train of gadge. A few folks took an early train, a flop motorcycle later on. Yeah, and get men right. I've never walked from Gelsenkirchen Station to the new academy. Even oh, went I... in October. Stricker gave me a lift, so that bit was like, yeah. "Oh, it'd be dead easy." Follow Google Maps. Google Maps freaking betrayed me. Like it was fine, but then it sent me sent me and Gadge down this like back end of housing estate, pouring rain <laughs> at this point. Luckily, we get to the academy and get the last spot under the like you know the covered area. So yeah. we're able to dry off a little bit. But the thing that really wound up is um, Alan Cheapshot took the train after us, got there five minutes yeah. after we did. It's like, so he left 40 minutes after we did, and we, so we waste half an hour walking there, but um, <laughs> no, we got there at least. You had problems. No. I feel like you was just the bad luck, Ian, all weekend, to be honest. Uh, well, definitely was one coming back, but um, so yeah, got her in a circle. Um, I think they said what, 100 people there for the show? Yeah, that sounds um, so second second one they've done that building, and I've seen a few uh, I'd say complaints, but a few criticisms. But in terms of star names or star power, it's maybe the weakest one I've had for a while. But I think for a lot of people, if you were there for this show, you had your star born. But remember this time on uh, Thursday night, two weeks ago, in fact. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, literally, probably almost to the hour. Uh, yeah, it was kind. Of, it's always a bit of a. Pre-season, pre-season tournament. I feel, I feel like it's so like that sort of thing. Everyone sort of getting their, getting their neck in for the first before their, their big match. Um, 
But yeah, it was the first, uh, it was the debut, I think I assume you're talking about, uh, Mike DiVecchio. It was his debut oh, yeah. in w, WXW. It was his de- debut. And um, he had a, he basically threw Jaden Newman around for about 10 minutes. That was, that was quite yeah, It was sod. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've been lucky enough to see Mike D a couple of times before, and I've seen him at a wrestling cult a few times, and I'd watched him on tape in, in Berlin and a few places like that. So I've seen him around, but um, yeah, he's uh, I'm, I'm kind of, I wasn't sure if he was going to gel with the, I want to say the smart crowd because he's not he he's he's just a big dude who just throws throws people around and that's that's great but that's not for everybody I'm well aware but no excellent he did absolutely he couldn't have done any better in his debut to be honest and I think he was just he was a solid hand all weekend. I think you know a lot of folks who you know watch action wrestling and you know are part of uh, the US Indies. You know, Jaden is known as being like a above football analogy and a utility player. But yeah. He's good main event. He's also good, you know, being thrown around and bumping his ass off for someone like Mike D. Um, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, he was a guy, you know, a lot of folks on night one's like, yep, we've, uh, no, we've, no, was it what said? The future of wrestling, I've seen it, and he's Belgian. <laughs> and he's also got two bookings this WrestleMania weekend, which you know, completely caught me off guard. But, um, yes, I mean, you know, going for the show. Um, We're trying to get him booked for Bloodsport. Oh, it was a spot going against uh, John Moxley all of a sudden, which yes, you know, in a circle we saw the start for weekend long storyline. Psycho Mike wanting to body slam Jacob Crane again. Um, you know, trails match. I think that's you know quite fun for what it was. Um, Thomas Shy and Gullis Junior, two big lads, which is a bit of a hint for we're going to get late in the weekend. And Fuminoi Arbe will be having Priest main event ten minutes, but I think they said you know in terms of. And in a circle, maybe not the best in terms of big names, but a perfectly fine you know, workable wrestling show and under two hours as well, which you know, no one's going to complain about at the start of a weekend like this. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's always a, it's always a bit of a uh, it's it's quite an it's quite an easy sort of way to ease into the weekend, really, more than anything else. So it's um, it was a, it was a neat show, and it usually usually is one of the highlights. And I think uh, yeah, there's there's no different this time. So get going tonight, one of uh, Carrot, of course, um, all the snow, you know, Hoyt Rakarat, Hoyt Rishnay. Pre-show, Ilya Bloom, uh, Goffrey pre-show, alternate four-way win over Anil Marek, Fast Time Mudo, Goulias Jr. Uh, I think that's on the YouTube channel again. It's okay for eight minutes, you're not going to get too much of that time, especially in the four-way, but um, I think the other thing this weekend, they're putting a lot of stock into Ilya Bloom. Yeah, I mean, uh, historically... It kind of makes a lot of sense because I think you say we've we've mentioned the the sort of the the interview that he, uh, Dreisker had had a you know sort of midway through last year where he'd said that basically uh, you know as well as Oscar it's it's Orshi and Ilya Bloom who are the ones who are worth watching you know they're the they're the sort of the, the future stars of European wrestling so it's um, it's it's a good. Uh, I think he's he's got a lot to learn. He's got a long way to go for sure, um, but you know they, he definitely sort of got got some good miles under his belt this weekend. Um, lots of different types of matches, lots of really really strong showings, and uh, yeah, I think he did. He, he's he's had a he's he's he needs to sort of keep at it. And and, and 
slightly off topic, but I did see him at a wrestling cult on the uh, Saturday morning, um, facing against uh, Mikey Schwartz. No, not, was it Mikey Schwartz or was it Alpha Kevin? I can't remember. It might have been Alpha Kevin. But anyway, he was working heel in that match. It was Alpha Kevin, I think of it. He was working heel in that match, and he was really, really good as a heel. Um, so, like, having sort of seen him do something more than the ah, fired up uh, young lion thing was uh, quite, a, quite, quite enjoyable. So, um, yeah, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of promise in there. I think, I think he's a, he's a long way off, but he's, the, you know, it's good, good. This is the sort of weekend you need to sort of have to get to that next stage. Because you think about what like, Francis Caspin was in 2017, carrot. You know that sort of level. I feel like he's maybe at that point. You know, as far as the media lunch we did on the Friday for this, and Ilya's name came up. So, would you? Again, I I wouldn't be best placed to say yes or no because you know, my knowledge of mainstream or mainland European wrestling is not quite what it was. Uh, yeah. But you know, being touted as like you know maybe the rookie of the year last year, I can't think of that many other names who would even come close in terms of. Like first year, the consistency. Not maybe Orshi, you know, we also mentioned Orshi, Oscar, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so like someone like a Gullias, maybe. Mm, it depends how you define rookie, I suppose. Yeah, it's, but it's the whole. You, you have I your mean, breakout year, don't you? I mean, the Observer Awards, and they bloody had a someone who'd been wrestling eleven years down as not finishing third place in rookie of the year. So, yeah, yeah the criteria's a little bit loose, but um, so yeah, no. Lock going in for Ilya Bloom, Anil Marek, you know, a bit more about him over the weekend, um, not a good run for him, but, but uh, yeah, night one, you know, guess you no know, standouts, you no know, Axel Tischer, you no know, decent, well, you know, I'd say one of the best first round matches along with the Lucha Lads, there's another theme for the weekend. Um, Ilya in Metahan first round, I know when he's got announced, I was a bit, if Ilya gets past this, I think he's through to the final, but... Yeah. I think we need to talk about Metahan. Like, I don't want to say he's washed because I know it's you know, very reductive to, and you know, sensationalist to put it like that, but it's only much for weekend as that first round carrot match. The rest of the weekend, he was like, you no. Know, or the manager, he sort of Yeah, thing, manager, yeah. second, or whatever you want to call it. It's like, what nerves. I know uh, Ben or this was his gimmick. What's going on with Lucky Kid? Well, yeah, he's just, I just feel he's just a bit rudderless sort of in this. He's got not really got any direction. Um, you know, he seems to be technically acceptable. Um, you know, the work is fine. It's nothing that's blowing your mind away, though. Um, I mean, he is working elsewhere, so it's not as if he's, he did, he sort of struggled through that match against the RIA and then he's like, okay, I'm, I'm actually injured, by the way. He, um, yeah, he's just he's just a bit of a lost cause really at the moment. I don't really it's it's I think it's 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 one of the most ill advised hill turns I think they've ever had. Any I can't think of any wrestler <laughs> at least on the independent scene who's had such a poorly received um sort of gimmick change and subsequent hill turn. Like I can't think of anybody who's had it worse really. Can you? I mean I mean it's not really that good a sign when you know you're Tag partner, one better word. Okay, I know it's a meme. It's the ironic cheers. When you know people are chanting for Rambo over you, I, I, Rambo I don't gets know more of a reaction. Yeah, yeah, um, and like even sort of as I say, I think probably I dare say if um, 
you know, I that could probably come out over the weekend. I dare say he possibly would have got a bit more. It's just it's well, just... They, they kind of sold they sold that they no. I I I don't know. This is me just spitballing. He had so far a meaning as I guess I don't want to say understudy, but you know, out of nowhere suddenly being put in my group is a little bit. You know, what the hell's going on, lads? Yeah. Um, yes, I mean that's one to keep an eye on, especially because you know, night two they played a fairly big part in the main event. Um, and you no, know, who knows what directions them coming out? Uh, the only bit I want to call about night one, uh, a who against Magus. Um, I mean, watching it back on tape, it wasn't as bad, but. My God, it was a flat finish for folks' life. I think the issue with this match is that the 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 big sort of clash they had was at um, anniversary, and it was a uh, ladder match. And then the the next sort of follow up match is this, and it's like how you, you how do you how do you top a ladder match? You know, it, no matter how big the match is, you know, you know, it's the Friday night of carrot. It's like an important match in that sort of sense. But how do you, how do you how do you go and follow a, a ladder match with quite an iconic ending? I think you know the whole standing over at the end sort of thing. That was quite good. It's just uh, for me, I think it was just a bit like if had this been a ladder match, you know, or been like a had this been the the street fight, you know, that would have been would have been a lot more interesting, but. Yeah, a bit of I think a bit of an ill-advised thing. I think that it was. I'll be honest. It was always the match I think was going to be the main event. I don't. Oh think yeah, from my point of lineup, you weren't going to get anything but else. Yeah. I didn't have very. I I was pretty sure it wasn't going to be very good. Um, I think it was just. I don't know whether it's, you know, it's it's a hell of an investment to give them the the main event on night one of carrot. You know, one of the biggest matches matches of the year, night one main event. But there is that was that was a bit of a it was a it was a good investment in them too, but they really did not perform at all. Um, and uh, it's uh, I don't know. I feel that Maggot sort of come out of the weekend a bit. I don't know. Not 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 on fire. I think that we were expecting. And was it, um, was it LSG who's heading over from the states again for a few months? Yeah, I've seen on Twitter he was very much not a fan of cutters. For the love of God, do not show him this match. The <laughs> amount of cutters they hit and the kickouts, like, I get it, you know, it, you know it's the main event, you know, you're not going to lose to a cutter, but yeah, I think this is something that, I guess, you know, we said we're doing the Zivinol's X9 street fight in Frankfurt this weekend. I yeah. think that's the one where there'll be a lot of folks looking to see. I think um, this is the they need to do something. Not redemption, but is that is that where they not, not maybe do what they should have done at Carrot? They need to they need to do something special out of this this next batch, or they need to bury this stuff. Really, to be honest, um, yeah. It's um, yeah. I can't. I, I I'm not willing to watch this for another six months. To be honest, it's it's um, Ahura is. Ahura is. I I think the issue the issue with the issue with Maggot, Maggot and Ahura is I think that they they both they're both they're both decent wrestlers but they're they're um they they know each other so well but like I feel like you know Maggot's Maggot's ceiling is a lot lower than Ahura's in that sort of sense but I feel that Ahura's basement in the sense of like the bottom of Ahura's thing is a lot lower than. Maggots, 
but does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, yeah. Magnus had a lot more single matches. Of, I mean, and, uh, both, both tag guys, but Magnus had a lot more single matches. They just need to work with some other people. Yeah. Um, you need to see, you know, I, I think, you know, uh, Maggot would be an interesting person to maybe get involved with um, maybe someone like Yearn and Levaniel or, you know, get involved with Norman Harris or something like that. Get, get him working with some different people. And likewise, you know, get you could get Ahura working with someone like Yearn or, you know, Ahura with Bobby Guns or something like that. You just need them to be doing something. Get them away from each other for a bit. And when, when you can get to maybe in, Tag get get them in a uh, in a match in at carrot second round next year or something like that. I just think where it's not quite as signposted. Yeah, yeah. Have them have them um, have them have them like keep them as far away from each other as possible. Don't even book them on the same show. <laughs> it's just you just like I feel like it's you just need to uh, have the street fight and unless something really really special comes out with it, which I'm, I doubt they will really. Um, just have them keep them apart for a year. Don't we don't need to see it anymore? Yeah. So moving on to uh, the Saturday cross showcase. Uh, we're not going to really cover because I haven't not half a show. I couldn't really see, but that's a, a moment for another time. So move on to ambition, and for me, it's a show which ambitions tend to be really dry if you're not into that kind of wrestling. But I think it was two matches and miss, which my God, um, really grabbed your attention. And we'll start with the Directory Against GMC match, Patrick oh, Hawk and Icarus. Holy hell, I mean, we talk about how disappointed we were with the main event of Night 1. If they can find a way to get you know, two or three more guys either affiliated or you know, straight from the Gas and Kershaw Fight Club, Ambos versus GMC, there's your Kafik Shack next year because of the heat this generated. And it wasn't the corny, oh, he's the MMA guy, he's you no know, lowering himself. It was it very early on in the match? Icarus boosted him in the gut and sent him out through yeah, the ropes. I thought it was going to kick off right there. I can't believe this was only three minutes long. Yeah. Well, again, the preamble and the post, but yeah, bell to bell, 335. And holy hell, no. com. sign up. It's up. No, not going to be four minutes of your time. It was a freaking masterclass. Yeah. And hopefully this does lead to something else. Yeah, I'd like to see him do some more stuff. And I say, like, Patrick Borg, you know, he's 39. He's, he's, uh, we might have missed the boat on maybe his golden years, but, um, he had a, he had a natural sort of, um, he just naturally knew what to do. And the, um, the story I got from the sort of some of the Germans that I know were, were saying effectively he's always had, apparently by all accounts, he's been a coming to WXW for like five or six years. So he's actually a really big fan of the company. Always helps. So, with that in the sense is that he kind of has the idea of what to go, but you, you kind of, you kind of hope that, you know, I, I, I assume Patrick Bork's maybe one of the senior guys, maybe at GMC, you kind of think, well, you'd like, you'd like to think some of maybe the younger guys in GMC might go, well, do you know what? If, if, if boss man can do it, you know, yeah. let's have a go. I think he's uh, one of the head trainers there from, um, uh, clean from the pretty much stuff, but I mean, I've I mean, been I'd, absolutely... I'd love to see him do a, I'd love to see him do a GMC versus WXW ambition show. That would be great if there's if there's more people like that. Oh, Tag then, Festival weekend! I'll fill them one. Yeah, of you lots. know where they do the you know they've sometimes done the ambition World Card or something mm-hmm. like that. Like chuck chuck one of the uh, chuck one of the chuck like couple of the GMC guys in the tournament. Bloody brilliant! <laughs> we had um, 
uh, Torsten Legarten, I didn't, I knew, the, I'd heard the name, but I didn't you know, join any of the dots. Uh, ex um, Schalke player. Yeah. Okay, four matches, you no, know, ex German international. Um, no, ringside, you no, know, the you know, all white tracksuit. I don't know if there's any 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 plans him or he was just fair for the you know local affiliation all that kind of stuff. But um, like it's fifty four. You're not going to get main for anything too high profile. But uh, yeah, I mean just you no know, that whole thing in the bubble plus you know the post match with um, you know with Bork, you know, what I've always wanted to do this and celebrate some ropes. Dreiska pulling him down. You know yeah. set you no know, set the tinderbox off. Light the fuse. Easy dynamite again. Um, yeah, I mean that to me I thought was. A perfect example of non-wrestler, you know, for one better word, coming in into you know Double XW's home turf, yeah. and you no know, winning, but I not make neither guy look like an idiot either. No, um, I think Icarus looked looked awesome in this, um, and I think um, and I think you know Cyborg looked great, and is it exactly there was there was potential for a bit of embarrassment maybe on one side, but there was nothing like Ambos. Ambus were maybe the people who probably could have, who probably were more likely to have been sort of, oh, let's give them a bit of a, you know, give them a booting out of town look, they're running away with their tail and things. But no, both groups looked great. Yeah. Um, Legat did, uh, did laugh a bit during the end of it, which kind of did. <laughs> he, he did, uh, he sort of uh, broke into laughter, but um, that was the only thing. But apart from that, yeah, absolutely cracking. One of the best matches of the weekend, I think. And we're talking about stuff that maybe didn't go the way it should have done, the super fight. Um, Axel Tisha beating Luke Jacobson just under seven minutes. This is a freaking robbery. And I'm not I'm not gonna say, oh, no, Shooter Schultz morphed into Marcus Weiss, because I know that's stuff that's been litigated in the past, but all I'll say is there's benefits to playing at home. You know, some decisions go your way because clean you know, you know, if it's meant be the, you know, you're standing ten counts. I think uh, Axman was down for 20 at one point for, you know, towards the M41. I'd like um, him to run this back in London. That is not a bad shout. Yeah, that'd be a good, that'd be a good thing to do, maybe. Um, if you could get something, get, get, get a microphone underneath Luke Jacobs' nose at some point in the next couple of weeks and say, come on, like, you know, I'm, I'm not happy about what happened. You know, I feel like something happened. Da, da, da. I want this Ambition Rules match at... I want a rematch at, at London. Give me a uh, give me a progress referee and da, 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 you know make 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 a thing about you know shooter being incompetent or something like that you know whatever. Um, you know that'd be a great thing to do for London. Something different as well. Yeah, it's not just going to be he's a bunch of names. Yeah. I mean right right now I mean you no know, we're two months out from that show. Progress haven't announced anything for Strong Style Weekend. We've got like five names from the WXW show, and I know there's a bunch. You know, said that may, may not be going to. Uh, Tommy Geeson was speaking to after the show on Sunday. Um, I think he's actually on holiday for that, so it's going to be my, kind of like a weird. My, uh, my weird... view from chatting to a lot of people is that uh, people are going. Uh, we're not sure if we're going yet. <laughs> we're not sure yet. So, um, yeah, that seems to be the view. But yeah, it's a lot of open spots. Sorry, as you were saying. Yeah, see, you know, see what it is because right now. At least in the lineup, it could well be like a wheel of wrestling live, but making tape. But we'll see how that goes. But um, so after ambition, because Fuminari Abe won the whole thing, um, could be missed to say Thomas Shire. So he yeah. was on the uh, wheel of wrestling wild card last year. Yeah, he was, he was a real dark horse of this. I'm not just saying that because of the um, cowboy hat either. 
yeah, he, he was uh, unexpectedly just plowed through everybody, didn't he? Um, and I think the, the size of him, sort of the, his his height and size, obviously is hugely advantageous uh, for him. And you know, you got you had him uh, beat guns quite handily in sort of the second round. He um, beat Tahani in the first round as well in the spice. first round. Um, and so it came down to Abe in the final, but it was it was all it, it was yeah he had a very very good run, and I think um, he's uh, made a very good account for himself. I think especially people who probably I, I'll be honest, I remember he was at the wild card thing, but I don't remember too much from him. But for now, now I'm like yeah, Thomas Shaw, he's one of the guys. It's um, I'd I'd love to see him back. I think he's he's he could. I feel like there would be a. I don't know if I could see him in the carrot, maybe, but I could definitely see him coming back for something. Maybe the Arbe role next year. Yeah, Going all the way, but that's maybe a bit too predictable. But I'll move on to uh, the second night carrot. Uh, we've had the fight for the pre-show. Um, yeah, that, that, one thing I meant that weekend um, was a GCW contesting the fight for the trademark from AEW. And I took a, a, a photo of the fight for graphic at, in the turbine hall, tweeted out and... Yeah, I had to turn most notifications off just people going, oh god, the game's never going to come out now. It's like, well, yeah, but WWE ran, was it 2017, 2018? Yeah, Fight Forever has been a thing uh, in uh, WWE since, since 2017. So, and, and We've been missed the point this out, but um, no no better place for now, I guess. The production values for the entire weekend. Yeah. Like, my god, like, I know the, um, Dennis tweeted out like a... Um, blueprint photo like a snapshot for blueprints it's like what's this like for next year and no so basically no it's 1100 in for night two that's the most they can get in an all seating configuration and what they did standing yeah well that's some standing on the balcony up top but yeah all seating for for most part and what they're doing now is uh seating on the station i think they're doing this next year as well uh based on what what i've heard um, but so instead of having the massive video screens on the stage, because obviously people are sitting there, uh, two video screens above the stage, and if you're you know if you remember the early era NXT, a video cube with an underneath screen above the ring, which you know, yeah. I don't remember seeing anything even close to this on the indies. Yeah, I can't think of um, I can't think of anybody else that's ever done it. I mean, a lot of things you're lucky to get a video screen running, let alone yeah, exactly. what's, you know, five, seven video screens all in unison without any issues. Yeah, it's um, yeah, and well, I think one of the I think one of the screens had a bit of a hissy on one of the nights, but that was it. Um, yeah, oh God, that might not be... been, you might not have seen that from your position. Uh, no, I think the showcase of the underneath one was flickering a fair bit. Yeah. And due and ambition as well, it uh, didn't like. But a flickering screen's nothing, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, main competitive Christ, some of the screens we've seen. Uh, Andy's MacBook, anyone? Was, was it that one ref show? <laughs> yes. But um, see, so yeah, I mean, no, we've I mean we've always banged with Jumbo. Tobacco's had fantastic production values. Um, and short of you know the entire balcony being video screens, I don't really know how you can top this. Well, yeah, I mean, I. I did like it. I did like this. I grew into the setup. I hated it on night one, 
but in on night night two I, on the second day I actually sort of grew into it and I really enjoyed it at the end. But I think I think the only thing it did miss is I think it did really miss the big stage. Um, but you kind of either have you either have the stage or you have the tribunes on the back on the stage. So you kind of have to do have one or the other. And I think probably they do prefer the big the big side. It's a uh, at first I thought they'd actually set the entrance way to be up in you know where the the old um, where the merch is. Oh, like right, from one year of uh, Bobby. Yeah, I thought they might have actually switched it like that, and I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Which they could. There's no reason why they couldn't do that, to be honest. But um, yeah, at first I was kind of like, oh, are they doing that? That's a bit weird. But um, yeah, it seems to be quite seems to be um, quite a lot of it. You know, there was a lot. There was a lot of changes, but I did. Uh, I think by the time I got used to it, because I hated it night one, it was uh, it was perfectly fine and. Um, you just it, the only thing is you you weren't constantly like I didn't feel there was and this is a very niche complaint there wasn't a photograph you could take and it's like yep this is carrot yeah <laughs> um, you know you can take a picture of the stage at any point during the show uh, when it was where they had the big stage and like yep carrot this is all the thing you had you could take a picture of the ring with a thing above it. And that was it. That was the only thing you could really do. But that's a very, very minor complaint, really. Yeah, like in, in terms of like if you want to do like your selfies, what have you, it's um you you weren't any of the photos of satin ring ape in the end with a big uh stage and background, but again, no, it, it's it was something different, you know, and again, you know, it no, I do did notice on some of the the VODs, but maybe didn't use like the undersides of the you no know, of the uh, cube as much as we perhaps could have done. Um but again, you know, it's something brand new they brought in maybe for one year, one weekend only. Um, let's not see what they come up. But say, moving on to night two, we had the pre show match, uh, Beck would beat them all. And I think, from what I can tell, they're doing that story for Marl, same as Anil Marek. Neither of them have won since they've come back. Yeah, Which, they're not. I don't know, do you want to do two? Well, uh, Mitch wasn't even a good room before she left, at least in terms of hand reactions, but. Um, yeah, go through. Uh, had the return of the let's say the tag shuffle gauntlet. Um, yeah. This is like some mix and match teams, some established ones, and Rotten Flop making their return. And Mike, I knew that no, at Tag Festival, people were cheering them against Amboss. Yeah. I was not expecting that many people to cheer from when they came out here. The music yeah, it's a big ret- it is a big return, I think. Alan, um, I don't. I think they are possibly face now, aren't they? Uh, officially, yeah, because obviously I've yeah. been real wrestling much as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, it it makes it's good that they're back. I think they have been certainly missing over the last couple of weeks, uh, last couple of shows. So, it is good they're back. And uh, I think uh, the the only problem is is the people they beat was it was a bit of a ragtag bunch of people. Really, they weren't really. Um, I feel like it could have gone longer that acting gauntlet, but they could have put some better teams in. As well. Yes, Farmin and Rambo, home team, uh, Ilya Bloom and Nick Shry. I mean, we'll touch on this on night three, but you had the quote unquote academy lads. And when you saw see those guys in the main show, you know, yeah, it ain't going to go long and it ain't going to go well for them. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I feel like they could have maybe used some of the people from the showcase a bit more. Um, you know, you had people like you. Your Vaughn Vertigo's in there, you know. You could have done a, 
You could have done a Danny Black and Vaughan Vertigo team. That might have been an interesting pairing. Um, could have chucked a Luke Jacobs in with somebody, you know? Um, done Arbe and Jacobs or something. That would have been good fun. But um, yeah, apart from that, it was uh, it was it was it was a bit of a weak gauntlet, uh, I think. But they kind of have to fit people in best they can, really, don't they? Yeah, and again, you know, I think I think one thing I did like, and you know, we had the Magnet and Cycle Mike team, which was the two cult favourites. And really, it was only Ares and Trey, Miguel, uh, Trey Miguel, which aren't local. But yeah, again, that kind of speaks to your point in terms of the tag divisions, you know, especially lately, that aren't that many of these contenders. And I think that's something they do need to do a good job stocking up. Uh, again, that's maybe a criticism coming out of Carrot. Of um, yeah. quarterfinals. Um, I guess for me, pick the bunch, Chihani uh, over Francesco Akira. Um, he had a sneaky good weekend across the three nights he was on. Akira. The good Italian boy, yeah. Yeah, that's surprising. And technically should be a linear shotgun champion, uh, shotgun number one contender, really. <sighs> You'd hope so, but... Um... Yeah, you, you should. I mean, he's got... Um... He, he beat the champ. He beat. Sorry, obviously we, go, we didn't go through the results of everything, but he he beat um, he beat Roman in the first first night. So you you know you just think they might maybe do something with that at some point. But let's even get more dates. I know obviously with New Japan, it's yeah. kind of tricky to do that kind of, that kind of stuff. But so we had that. Um... I mean, he's, he's he's in London on Sunday. He could come and do Frankfurt on Saturday. Isn't maybe he's my card, but I. F- I think uh, Laurie's got a shotgun title match announced for just above this afternoon. But yeah, again, no, it's not like he's off to Japan anytime soon. Best of Super Juniors, not till May. So yeah, um, I think he's had... sort of semi full time, isn't he? A little bit. Yeah. Well, don't expect many who are uh, really full time in New Japan right now will do one, two, on two, three, two is off unless yeah. you're really deep in there. Um, I guess outside had the women's four way. Uh, Baby Allison regaining the women's title, uh, submitting Eve Kalaski, Allison Gnave Everett also in there. I don't want to say the Allison experiment's over because I do think, oh, handled right, there is something in Allison, but I think that first go around for title didn't really click. Yeah, it was a bit of a, it's a bit of a shame, really. I think um, we've said it before, but I feel like she almost had a reign completely back to front. She should have won Femme Fatale's. And not gone anywhere, and sort of basically spent the last couple of months battering everybody, and then won it. Won it at Carrot, I feel. The way they kind of pretty much did it the complete opposite way they should have. Then, of course, we had the uh, tag titles. Uh, I was hungry, beating the French Dolls to regain them. Spice was only like eleven minutes. Um, I mean, we did. You no, know, it was almost like I don't say a repeat of a tag festival final, but it was a lot of. Um, I say callbacks, we've been lost of heavily influence in reminding you of that. Uh, but French doors, you know, are no longer tag champs. And I guess if you want to go down that route, it opens the door for them being singles guys, especially now you've yeah, got. They were sort of teasing that last year, weren't they? Uh, yeah, because I mean, before they had the tag run, uh, they had those matches against each other. And at one point, I think we were saying it looked like we were going to split. Yeah. And then they bloody won tag first. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, did, we just ruined all our predictions. They don't like our fancy booking. Yeah. And then main event, uh, Bobby Guns. Um, I heard some people saying whoever wins, we all lose. Uh, Bobby Guns pinned Norman Harris and 
you said after the show, this was like Vader and Will Ospreay, your call, and yeah. Uh, I also heard someone I'm not going to say mentioned names just in case we don't want this out. The most overbooked mess they've ever seen. Oh, I thought it was bloody brilliant. I like I mean, things. I like stuff like this. Um, I want to say overbooked mess. I don't mean in terms of being an absolute dumpster fire. It was like when you 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 write down everything that happened. There was a lot they crammed in. Like from the yeah, start, no, got... Norman making it no DQ, then you had no was it Tass being kicked in the balls, or referees being system, uh, systemically executed. It felt like, um, yeah. no Bobby being uh, zip tied to the ropes. It was just one of those things where nothing was. I would say nothing settled in a bad way. But it was like something happened. You just got you spend something else happened. Then something else happens. Like just a constant like body blow to your yeah. emotions. For me, for me, who has like a very, very short attention span, this is the best way to get me to watch a twenty-minute match. Um, <laughs> uh, it was never going to be a, it was never going to be a straight wrestling match. It never was, it never was going to be. It was always going to be. Um, I, I feel like uh, there was, uh, there was too many sort of loose ends, but there was also lots of opportunities for them to screw over Bobby, but they didn't, uh, and I think. It's an interesting thing that they've done, and I don't know whether it's intentional, it's just coincidentally they've done it twice, but it's the whole thing, you know, Bobby being the honourable, the Aaron man, the honourable wrestler. Um, and I kind of think back to the Andy um, title match, and everybody was going into that thinking, bloody Vinny, his brother's going to screw him. You know, his brother comes out, and he's going to screw him. And he didn't. And then I come out to this one, and you're going, you have you have Yearn come out, and Yearn's not going to screw Bobby. He's got nothing to. He's got no dog in that fight, but he he doesn't do it. Lavaniel comes out, and you think, ooh, he might be able to do it. He might screw him, but he doesn't. Michael Knight comes out, and you're like, Jesus Christ, he's going to screw him, isn't he? <laughs> Especially when the old friend split up uh, back in last year as well. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And with that, you kind of think, well, there's there was. I don't know whether it is intentional as part of the whole he's honourable and everyone respects him for that, but there were so many opportunities for him to be screwed, and there's at least four there, I said, like four over these two big matches he's had, and he's not had it happen. Um, so it's kind of like, with that in mind, it's, it's it was very interesting. But yeah, I, I did sort of compare it to Vader versus Osprey. Um, I... Um, one of, the, one of the greatest matches in the European boom, even if it was pretty dreadful um you know it was just a spectacle and i felt this was a spectacle uh i feel like i am probably out in the cold on this because i think a lot of people really disliked it but i feel that it paid off you know if you compare it to um you know we unfortunately i'm mentioning the person but if we compare it to the to the um will osprey david star match at the york hall with andy q coming in with the with the two fists up and that sort of thing. That's a long, you know, this, this is a long story that the Norman Harris brain of terror, you know, the, the David Starr, Andy Q thing from Rev Pro was probably equally as long, if not longer. And that was a terrible payoff to that, to that mm-hmm. feud. I feel like this, although it was mad, I don't know how you do, you pay off this feud without it being mad. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, you go back. I mean, we played the video package. which went back to, you know, we've just started uploading the Shotgun Twenty Twenty, or two, three years in yeah. the making, pretty much. Well, Tag Fest, Fest Twenty Twenty um, 
Fest. Oh, Christ, when he came in his yeah, Star's uh, uh, pardon, when Eddie Kingston dropped out. Tag, Tag um, Fest 2019. That's how far that goes back. And, um, you know, say to works, we don't do storylines, okay, because we're not batting you over the head with it. I with, don't know who's saying that. But... <laughs> well, I've, I've heard some complaints and all the, the, oh, the matches with no storylines, but, you know, okay, what do you want them to do? Bat you over the head with memes and, you know, drip feeding the same match five times over. I'd, I'd, I'll take a long exactly. you know, storyline where it's not you know, subtly hammered into your, into your skull. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think, like I say, you know, endless chances for Bobby to being screwed. You know what I mean? Just the way you know, the ante was being up, you know, it was pretty much very early on, you know, Norman dug out the toolbox. I mean, there's a bloody throwback to the old progress and the toolboxes and all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so going back to the, you know, we had the toolbox, obviously, um, and just the way the stuff's been, you know, elevated, like had you no know, Bobby's been whipped. I mean, his back was still a mess the next day. You know, yeah. you know, this wasn't like oh, one or two, you know, you know belt strap whips. It was a lot. Yeah, it looked but, really rough, didn't he? Like, he, I mean, I don't know what he's, he's paying for since for, but my god, like he left it all behind. Yeah, you no, know, sure. to, to use that cliche. Yeah, it was. Um, I I just yeah, I I just feel like it was it was perfectly good for what it was. Um, it I, the, the the weekend did definitely suffer by not having the big title match for sure, but I feel like they'd sort of paint themselves into a corner by having just the belt in a bit of a mess over Christmas. So, um, I feel like this is probably the best they could have done, really, short of putting it on Tisha and getting somebody big in as a challenger. Yeah. So night two, the craziness in, in lieu of a title match. So Sunday start off with the Wheel of Wrestling forty two, um, and again for Sunday morning, well Sunday lunchtime show, I think it was they'd only announced was it um, obviously Rotten Flock at the tag the tag title shot from the Gauntlet. Um, yeah. They'd announced what else was it the um, Levania Buzzard I think Levania Buzzard and the Psycho Mike Baby Allison Maggot against Jacob yeah. Crane Ava Charles Crowley which. Was where the whole payoff weekend was for that story, but um, that means the Sunday afternoon shows. You know, anyone who may have had a hangover is a nice way to easy back in ahead of uh, final night of coward. But um, for me, I think you know, three matches jump off the page here. Yeah, Luke and Gulis Jr. Yeah, if that was one that was soon, no, when Gulis out first, then was Luke's music second. And I think you need a few people on the view to like that kind of response. Yeah. It was a, it was a good it, for for someone like Gullias. I think you know Luke is Luke is established. I think as one of the, uh, the bigger people in in Britain at least. And I think Gullias is. Um, I kind of see Luke about three years ago in <laughs> Gullias. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'd love him to sort of break out as much as thing. And obviously, it is difficult being in Hungary. But that's a, that, you know it was it was a um, it was a good. It was a sort of a, a good gift for for Gullias to sort of get a chance against um, someone someone like Luke, and I d he didn't show himself up. He, I think they perf they were perfectly paired. And spot. Luke didn't get screwed this time, which is a win win no. game. No, um, I'd love to see Luke in one of the tournaments. I think he could definitely do a good job in one. It kind of baffled me that he maybe didn't do carrot anyway, because I think he would he would have been a perfect. He wouldn't he wouldn't have taken up a space that should have been taken by somebody else. I think he would have been a perfect spot. 
I do think with Luke, and I was maybe going a bit off topic, and you, know, you kind of see this in the British scene as well. Um, I do wonder how many promoters have gone, are oh, Ethan Allen's back soon? You know, will you know, pair up the young guns again? Because was it back end last year, Ethan you know, re injured his knee? Yeah. And I, you do wonder how many promoters have gone, okay, well, he's had a singles run, we'll do the tag thing now, and then had to change gears for the last minute. I obviously don't know what's going on with with Ethan. I know he's he's you know, said he's taken a step back from wrestling for the time being. Yeah. Um, if this is something where this time next year, um, we're still in the same spot. We're still in the same spot. Then absolutely throw him in carrot. Yeah. Absolute worst case, put an ambition proper. Throw him in carrot. Put him in ambition. Like say, even if he doesn't, does I? You know, I'm not telling. I'm not saying he needs to win carrot by any by any stretch. But I think if you think about some of the British guys who've gone over in the you know, the last five or six years, I don't feel that Luke is any weaker. If not, he's possibly as strong as some of the better ones. Yep. So, and it's obviously they they think highly enough of him. After that, we had the shotgun title match, Fuminoyabe going down against Lawrence Roman, who, of course, for weekend, he's uh, getting a bit fond of pulling those trunks. Um, and then, obviously, we pay off the weekend. Psycho Mike getting the 16 body slams in on Jacob Crane. No, I think I said in the is that, review. Is that a record? Um, I don't remember if it's counted, but it's, it's got to be, right? Not counting, like, Iron Man matches. Yeah. Uh, consecutive body slams, at least. Yeah, that's uh, maybe there was a world record in there, and we didn't even realise. Yeah, what's his face in uh, Guinness World Records to count? But, um, <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, I mean... I think put this in view, like, if I'd gone to this cold, you know, watched it on tape, I probably would have hated, you know, I mean, it wasn't too tongue-in-cheek, you know, wasn't top, oh, it was obvious what the joke was and what the paper was going to be, it wasn't all, oh, am I going to do it, oh, hee-hee, am I going to do it, that kind of thing. You knew what the joke was, you know what the paper was going to be. Um, yeah. I did like the whole Benny Hill stuff at the start, where, you know, first time uh, Crane and Mike were in the ring together, Jacob ran away, Mike followed him, and Tass followed after him, and everybody else chased after us because Tass started doing the count outs. I thought that was uh, quite cute, and, but not in a ingrating way. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, Justin Quaff now is a you know, fantastic set piece, and you know, I guess he still can do Jacob Crane wanting revenge, but I think maybe that's the book being closed on that particular chapter. I think they've probably done another. I mean, you can, unless you do. Um it becomes a running thing and he comes back all the time. And I mean, fairly, he's part of the smash setup. So there's no reason why he can't be a regular here, but it's, um, yeah, I think that's possibly the end of that. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, did not for the smash match with the showcase was, um, Mike and Crowley. You know, Sebastian Suave was over early in the, in the, in the year. Wasn't at least another match of a card weekend. I don't know if he's you no know, backstage or anything like that, but I didn't see him ever. So, and I thought I might have, Caught it, caught him maybe out and about, but no, I didn't. I never even saw him, so I don't. I think he was even here. I thought he might have been, but oh, again, no smash on no, they've only just started restart, no resuming shows. So yeah, no, smash on next year, maybe some I, I, couple I, of different people. I feel if if Suave was over, he probably would have been involved in the main event on Saturday with the Norman stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that mind probably wasn't definitely wasn't there. And moving on to night three of Carrots, so of course, your semis and your final. Um, 
I may as well break this one match by match since we're in the final card. Kyrie over Hura, I think this was maybe the last banana skin. No, since we wanted to have a Hura go, not had Hura go far. It would have been I a very, very left field winner, but they're not of us to doing it. Yeah. Um, Axel, Axel Tish over Peach Tahani, which um, Zidane called was a limb, a limb work match throughout. And I think there's yeah. one bit at the end where Tahani landed that 450 splash. But because his wrists had been, his arms and wrists had been worked over so long, he couldn't go for pain. And by the time he, he yeah. crawled over, he was sucked into a Kimura. Um, I mean, no, uh, Petrie's known as the quarterfinals last year, the semi this year. No, he's no one on the, I would say, the slow progression, but he's no slowly getting there in carrot. Um, and we said last year, if they can get enough consecutive dates on him, he no, it's only a matter of time he has a breakout, whether it's in Rex W or you know, elsewhere in Europe. Well, I think he already has broken out, isn't he, really? I mean, like a top level. He's not he's... working in Britain, but he's he's working everywhere else. Um, and, you know, he, he, they obviously, you know, you don't get you don't get into the semi-final of Carrot without being uh, considered at least highly, highly thought of. So I think Tahani's got a, um, you know, I, I, I'd like to think he's probably got a title run at some point in the next year, probably shot, you know, I'd assume a shotgun title. I think he's... That's a good place for him to go. Could you maybe chuck him in a tag team with somebody, maybe as well? Um, yeah, I think I think it's, there's a lot to um, there's a lot of sky sort of a, the sky is the limit really for uh, Tihani really. So uh, yeah, yeah, I can't. Um, I think he had an excellent weekend, and I don't think he's winning. I, I, you know, I don't think it's like yes, oh, he's got to the quarters, then he got to the semis, he's winning next year, but. I think um, you know he needs to, as long as he just stays on the course, doesn't mess up, doesn't you know fingers crossed, doesn't get injured or anything like that. I think he's only twenty two, isn't he? It's like he's twenty two or twenty three. I think Dave Bradshaw yeah. said, which he's, blew he's my no mind. Age, so. Yeah, he's no age. So I mean, yeah, he's got even even if even if he uh, you know he's possibly not even peaked, sort of thing, which is the thing, and I kind of. You kind of think about Osprey when he was twenty one, twenty two, and you know, maybe the same sort of thing, really, don't you? And again, I think you know, in fact, it's a, a wide variety place. Okay, maybe not as much in the UK as we'd like either of us. Yeah, but it's not like it's not all matched with one promotion. It's the same guys, but it's that breadth from that variety, which is only going to help. Yeah, and he's always getting the interesting people. He's he's you know, work, working with people like Tisha and Dreisker and. You know, I'd like to think maybe get something with Irie, get something with Bobby. They're not bad people to be working with not. at all. And um, it's... and just that level of names as well, it's a good exactly. sign of, of a trust, yeah. Exactly. And um, you, you want to, um, you know, if, if somebody was to bring him over to Britain, I think you could chuck him against most people. You know, you chuck him against a Robbie X, you chuck him against a... You already had Oku for a PWO. Yeah, the Oku match was good. You know, you chuck him in against Robbie X, you chuck him against... Um, Luke Jacobs might be a good fun sort of thing, you know. There's there's lots of there's lots of really really exciting people. I think he could go, and I you know I'd love I'd love it for this to be a real a real breakout year. I mean, I don't know what his limitations are. I believe he has got sort of quite a young family, but it's um, yeah. There's a lot to uh, there's there's a lot of excitement in that camp for me at least. My fingers crossed. You know, anything the UK does come sooner rather than later, but. Um... It's gone from good weekends to bad weekends. Anil Marek uh, lost again. Didn't even tag in here. So 
Uh, on the Wheel of Wrestling show, he'd been pulled from the from the cart. Uh, had you no know, all war was me promo. What the dry screw interrupted. Um, so a fair bit of laughter from the crowd because there was an old dry screw. Oh, I'm always right. That's why I'm, I'm mad with you. That kind of thing. And the challenge was Ambos against Anil and two mates. So it was Massimo Pesca, Nick Shrine, Anil Marek. No offense to all those guys, but you can probably see where this, you know, how long yeah. this is going to end. And then being Dover, Icarus, and although Lawrence Roman came out and actually was in the ring, it's actually Robert Dreisker in the match, got the win, and you know, things that over the weekend Robert was crowing. Um, I won more matches than Anil Marek over Coward Weekend, and I did the broken freaking face. Yeah, I mean, the thing, the thing I remember from this when I saw it was coming out, I was like, Jesus, Anil Marek is so bad that even Ilya Bloom and Danny Frey don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> he's got, he's yeah. got, he's got the, uh, the C squad of um, Academy Jobbers. Um, <laughs> no, there's no, there's no disrespect to Pesco or Shroyer, but... Um, yeah, it was it was kind of like oh, this is not going to be this is going to be a bit messy, I think. And uh, yeah, poor 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 uh, Massimo Pesca got stretched, stretched the peach. Um, he he got the um, the Kafikschlag stretch, I guess you want to call he it. He got pulp. He did. Um, so after after match, you no know, um, tries to you know tore shreds out of Marek again, and I think I put my review was like it was like verbally castrating him because you know took his mask off, dared him, Anil to hit him. Anil broke down in tears and walked back, and the lack of a crowd response. But I think I, the issue is, is that like I don't think really anybody knows him, really. If because the whole watching, thing was during the he, no fans era. He broke out just before Carrot Twenty Twenty. He had a lot of stuff during the no fans era. He got an, he got injured just before the crowd sort of came back, sort of in a big way at least. Yeah. So nobody knows him, and it's kind of like. But I think the fact that he's kind of not, he's completely lost his mojo means he's kind of has to, they have buried him, but like, you know, there's the, he, the only way is up from here, really, at this point, isn't it? I, mean, I don't think it's going to end with, you know, I don't think it's going to end with obviously him you know, winning Coward next or anything like that. No. I do think it's the kind of thing where this weekend was very much, he's lost a lot, he's lost a lot. Now he's not. He's at the point where he's not even you no know, wanting to take the free hit that he's being given. Yeah. Um. No, I don't think I mean just clicking through upcoming posters. I I don't think he's on any upcoming shows. Yeah, but the, the, even like from that point, like within within a character sort of way, why would Anil Marek be on the poster? Um. I mean? Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, even just like rounding out squads, but yeah, I think. I think it's the kind of thing maybe take time off, no return, but again, it's a case of where. Like, does he come back to, you know, upset Amboss? Because we've already had the Kfix Schlag. Do you know what I think would be brilliant is if is um, like, come on, right, I'll tell you what, we've actually organised a match with somebody, you know, a really, really tough opponent for you, and he has to face Dirty Dragon. <laughs> or oh, got the, like, the Dragon the, trial the series trial again. series. And then, uh, you know, Dragon beats him, and then... <laughs> Ever former no. young money Chong still work and bring him out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pomberong Chong, yeah. So mentioned him earlier, Ilya Bloom uh, up next against Adam Priest. Um, so Priest, you no, know, didn't have a belt here. Obviously, reaction wrestling champion. Uh, pretty decent match, but against another one of those. You no, know, Bloom got the win. 
Um, and I don't think there's anything like a, oh, he's going to get the rocket pack, but this is a, a good match of a very capable guy. And it's, a, you know, you know keeping him away kind of match of thought was going to be. Yeah, it was, um, as I say, I think, well, we spoke about this already, but like Ilya's got given a, I think there's a nice opportunity to sort of have a match against somebody sort of of some international renown. I think, I you know, Adam Priest is one of the uh, more highly rated sort of guys on the American Indies nowadays, isn't he? Yeah, and you just need to get Damon Heater to yell, roll tide, what the hell that was. Roll tide, yeah. Roll tide, maybe. But uh, yeah, I mean, no, decent match, and again, no, this could easily be won. I don't know, Lofty, you know, maybe not so much now, but I was at a Caspian a few years back, had that uh, US tour. No, if Bloom, no, no, year or two from now, no, goes on, no, has a weekend it's, to it's, the States. When you think you need, you need an excursion system really from WXW, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's almost like they, they, the, the dream would be, you know, Portsmouth and Portsmouth and uh, Gelsenkirk could have a talent train. It's like, right, we'll send, we'll send Ilya over for, for a few shows. And, you know, they send, I don't know, Cameron Kaye or JJ Gale over sort of thing. You know, it's almost like they need to have a bit of a, uh, he just he needs to go on excursion and wrestle some new people, really. That's all he needs to do. And Mike Locke was going over and made, you know, add that to yeah. your list of um, your agenda and what have you. But um, a decent, decent out from uh, Ilya. And we had uh, your, I guess, you know, your, your old side for your grab special. Mike D, Tristan Archer, Francesco Kiel, Levaniel. Uh, mainland Europe represent it's a number one contenders match uh, for Alan Forel described it as a uh, European Championship group of death <laughs> like, that's not a bad shout that, Belgium, I mean... France, Italy and Germany just somehow got through the seed and got group, put in the same group and this time it was Belgium that came through which I guess pretty close to what may, may be happening well maybe not the uh, golden years of Belgium behind them but um, Mike D end weekend on a high uh, Pinterest and Archer uh, Francesco Key, the third man, Levaniel, uh, brought for back with Norman Harris. So, there's your direction. You, you can get more Levaniel and Norman Harris, which. Yeah. Uh, it keeps him away from the title that. picture, which I'm not going to complain about. Um, yeah. so yes, he got that. And well, Mike, Mike D. Mike D. now the uh, number one contender. Mm. That's uh, going to be a tasty match when it happens. But we'll. Uh, Mike D. and Shiggy, that, where that's going to be, is going to be um, very enticing, let's just say. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a, that's a very uh, tasty prospect. Um, I think it's... It, um, I don't know where they will do that, though. We will come on to that, because some of the upcoming posts, at least, it's uh, narrowing down the choices, shall we say. Okay. Uh, Only Friends uh, came back in action, had a tag match. Um, I think that's more just re-establishing you know, them as a, as a duo, now for 100% extra tail. Hey, that's, that's what the chant was. That don't don't have a call me for that. Um, then you had your ball, no batshit crazy lucha six man tag with added Fuminoyabe. Um, Some people say this is one of the best ones they've done. I'd be inclined to go down a path. Like it's the yeah. kind of thing where you've got to be in the moment. You've got to be wanting to see a match like this. Like yeah. if you have a kind to. Oh, I need QR codes and I need video packages. You're not, you know, if you're going in that kind of mindset, you're not going to like it. If it's a look, this is what's match sixty-four of a weekend. You've got the big carrot final straight after, and you know you're just going to get absolute bad shit flips and all this going on. Yeah, this is you no, know, this is match for you. Like, you know, thirteen minutes and you know, the amount of stuff like 
I think those poor sods in you know front row, you no know, opposite the stage. I think they were standing up watching half the amount of times they were diving their way. It's like they have not even a chance to go back to their seats. Yeah, the chair, the chair, the chairs is is a bad choice if you're on the front row on these matches. <laughs> yeah, especially on that if you're on the the production production side uh, thing, they've never they've never fared well at any of these shows. Yeah, the, the seat deposits are um, very much at risk on these weekends. Yeah, yeah, I mean, say 30 minutes, 20, you know, absolutely fantastic. And there was a few gifts and video clips floating around. Um, yeah, if it's you like getting picked up by people who aren't necessarily WXW people, which is yes. always a good thing, yeah. As is the main event to some extent. So, Ilya beating Axel Tischer, uh, just over 17 minutes, referee stoppage. So, your new uh, Unified World Wrestling Champion, uh, Shiggy, and this. Never in no, doubt. Never in doubt. I, I called think it about a month ago. Yeah. I think there's a few thinking with Tisha because he got the new music treatment as, as well this weekend. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it never felt like this was Saxman's year. No, I didn't think it was. Um, I, I think Irie, as soon as it was came clear that Irie was around until at least June, I was like, well, it has to be Irie, doesn't it? I mean, he's unless, this is his fifth or sixth tournament weekend um i want to say six did a few tag fests as well yeah so it's his fifth or sixth tournament weekend and he's done a few other lot of shows in between it's not as if he's not put the hours in he's not put the time in so it's it's a it's a hell of a um sort of a rice pudding finish to the weekend you know probably the one of the one of the most you know just lovely endings to a tournament because it's just there's nobody in the there's nobody in the world who can't say that he doesn't deserve that. Um, no. he's consistently his level. You know, he's. I don't think he's had anything that's dropped below three stars in his entire time in WXW. He's had absolutely, you know, incredible matches over the over the period. Um, he had. I think he's had a rough rough run to the finals against people who probably <laughs> he had to uh, give a lot more. He had to probably he dragged a lot of people through probably some of the best matches of their career and them not being very good for him. If that yeah. does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, he had to he had to work, he had to so yeah he had to wrestle through Tristan Archer. He had to wrestle through Metahan at half speed. He had to wrestle through um, Ahura, and I think you know all three of them. They can thank him for keeping him above three stars. To be honest, so. Um, but yeah, I think as a final, I think Tisher for me was sort of my MVP of the weekend. Um, he's turned well, around won a lot of people over, a lot of yeah, these old tractors. It's exactly, and I think it's always the thing about carrot is that it's we always sort of we do. I think me and you probably do groan a bit. People who maybe only watch it a carrot, only watch it and and maybe tag fest, you kind of go, well, you know, you're not really seeing how good he is sort of on the other shows. Um, but I'm glad Tisha managed to really, really kick it up a gear over these weekends yep. and have uh, this weekend. And you know, bloody good on you, man. Um, he's got, he's got all of the. I, I was sort of thinking about the other the other day, and it, it makes sense if you know me. But I think all of the good things about Bad Bones crossed with Tim Thatcher, and I think that's what Tisha is at the moment, isn't it? And. I know. I know. We sort of laugh about Bones as a as a person, but it's it's like 
for, for everything like that, the facials that Bones used to have used to be incredible in WXW. And I think yeah. that Tisha's he was like the, the face of the company for a while. Yeah. Tish has got those now. And now, but he's almost, it's like he's sucked up half a Tim Thatcher as well. Um, and I feel like that's a really delightful thing. And, uh, you know, I think he's, he has to be the best, the best wrestler in Europe, including Britain at this moment. I can't think of anybody Bell, better. Bell, absolutely. He's not, short, he's not, short he's not of, top, he's in the top three. Short of, short of Will Ospreay or someone like that, there's not anybody better in Europe at all. No. Uh, by far. So, yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely deserved deserved a brilliant final, I thought. Um, the, the finish was a bit hokey, I think. Um, you, uh, I think he was called, called a little bit too early. Uh, slightly too early, but, you know... It, yeah, deserved, lives on. Deserved, deserved, um, deserved winner, and, and um, very excited to see where we go from there. I think the last babies are just starting to come down from being thrown in the air a couple of weeks ago. So, <laughs> but I mean, I know going in, you know, obviously, you had some folks going, "Oh, you're not going to put the belt in New Year. He's not going to be around." It's like that's a valid point, but you also got to think this is in 2017, and I'm going to do a really bad impression of those two adverts, like. I've just found the uh, listed of listed towns from uh, Wheel of Wrestling Two in 2017, like back when WXW were running most weekends, multiple shows. But like Oberhausen, and Bielefeld, Wolfenbüttel, London, Golfer, Halle, Cologne, Munich, Waldenkreiberg, Hamburg, Düsseldorf, Fire, um, Kultenholz, Magdeburg, Ilsenburg, uh, Ludwigshafen, Fulda, Chemnitz, Dresden, Leipzig, Stuttgart, Frankfurt, Eisverde, Bremen, Bielefeld, uh, Hilpolstein, yeah. like. A lot of places you've heard about, you no know, through football, a lot of places you've never heard of. WXW don't run that often. Like, I mean, not, as, not as often, no. Not as often. Like, I mean, I'm looking through their, um, the, was it the next uh, events page? And between now and July, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, they have 10 shows between now and July. Yeah. Which, which for some companies would be a lot, but for yeah. WXW it's not, yeah. And again, we've been spoiled through those glory days where they were running multiple times a weekend, taping stuff for shotguns. Yeah. The word was literally was a full time promotion, which maybe you know contributes to you know, some full time burnouts. Yeah, or, but and then they also they also in 2017, 20, 2018, they had the riches in terms of the roster. You know, yeah. I, I firmly believe they had one of the best rosters in the entire world at that point. You know, they had they had Walter, they had Ilya, they had. You know, A4, they had Tim, they had David Starr, they had, you know, Yearn, they had Dreisker, they had, you know, the people in their sense as well, you know, and some killer fly-ins as well. So, you know, they're not the the promotion of 2017. But as I say, some people maybe do look at it like them putting it on an import, and it did feel... I'll be honest. This weekend, it did feel a bit like when you know when Shingo won Carrot, but it was entirely, entirely, um, entire like the last, the last, the last two winners. Well, actually, sorry, the last three winners. Let's face it, have all been imports. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really have any, barring maybe Clara Noir, I don't really have any complaints with any of them winning. I think with Clara Noir, that was you know, maybe an experiment across wider Europe. Yeah. No, and who knows how that may no. Had we not had the pandemic, who knows how yeah. that may have ended up or what that may have turned into. But 
when you think you know compared to other parts of European scene of of Rost, you know, isn't what it was. I don't think it's as gutted as you know other parts. I would say. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, going for upcoming dates. So, you know, obviously we've got this Saturday, uh, Wheel of Wrestling Forty Three. We're doing sixteen carat gold revenge. I am a little concerned that we are two days out and only three matches announced. Um, we've got the Nulls X Nine Street Fight, Magda against Ahura, uh, Baby Allison defending women's title against Alice Inc. And I think they announced earlier, uh, Eigel Blanc against Lawrence Roman for the shotgun title. Uh, the also appealing is Tristan Archer, Axel Tischer, um, Icarus and Dover, Meta Hanyan, Simmons, Paige Tahanyan, Levangel. So you can get a few decent matches out of that, but two yeah. days out and three matches announced. Uh, it is sold out, which you know, may be why, um, you know, they're being a bit. Should be after yeah. The first big shot after Carriage, you've got. And I think we were sold out before uh, Magnum, who was even announced. So, yeah, I would like to see maybe one more match announced, but you know, again, see that will be dropping on now next month. Yeah. Um, April 15th for an Orbit Traveling uh, House show. Uh, Axel Tissue against Metahan is there. Um, cues from the post of all. Hector's back. Yes. And did you notice in the WXW Now 2 promo they played? The cheeky shot of Dennis Dornick. I did see that as well. Yeah, it's. Uh, That's what I'm saying. The 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 dream the dream could be back, and that was that was around this time last year that Dornick. Uh, the Pappenberg show, yeah. Yeah, so there was because I remember I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that was the uh, yeah maybe it's the the dream the dream team is coming back together maybe. Uh, True Colors 2023 in Dresden, April 22nd. Um, so you. Just going off a poster, no EA on this. I think he's in the States for about a month after Mania. Uh, we've got uh, um, Tristan Archer, Arisa Hungry, Lawrence Roman, Ava Everett, Maggot, Baby Allison, Mike D's on the card, French Doors, Axel Tischer, Michael Knight, Bobby Guns, and Paige Harney. Again, you know, it's the first big show after Couch, so you're going to be looking, what, two, three, you know, two weeks before you start getting matches. We're definitely coming out of um, Frankfurt. Uh, Wheel of Wrestling in Leipzig, April 23rd of a Hellraiser house show. But you've got the House of Hungry against Only Friends, Ava Everett against Baby Allison, and Fast Time Mudo against Ahura. So, again, announcing was, but they're not going to make well, broadcast at least. Uh, May 12th, uh, Wheel of Wrestling, that's Tritton. How do you, how do you say The 30th time, but how I've, I meant to look this up. That's Dreisigamal in Marktal. 30th show in the Marktal. And you've got Tristan Archer, Baby Allison, Shikahiro Iwie is on the poster, Axel Tisha, Maggot, uh, LSG, Also Hungry, Lawrence Roman, Bobby Guns, Tahani, and Ahura. No Mike D, so that might be saying we're pushing that back a little bit further, perhaps. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, that's obviously the next one of Iwie. Iwie is working in Italy this weekend, I believe, isn't he? So. Uh, Italy, and then, of course, everyone's off, well, most folks off everyone. to menu weekend. Uh, Pappenberg, May 13th. Um, so, Wheel of Wrestling Live, so not making tapes. You'll have Iwie, Allison, uh, Archer, Axman, Maggot, LSG, Arrows, Roman, Ahura, Tahani, Bobby Guns. Um, there's a Wheel of Wrestling Academy Live show on the 20th of May. And touch them at the end. Oh, this is, sorry, this is part of the fan weekend. Sorry. It's one why I was in the Turbine Hall. Because Fan is also on May 20th, and this has got uh, Iwie, Dover Nicholas, Mike Loku, Axel Tischer, 
uh, Trisha Dora, LSG, Baby Allison, Margaret Peach, Sahani, Lawrence Roman, Ahura, French Dolls, Trish Nash, and Bobby Guns. And you're obviously going to get some of the Academy folks on the matinee show as well. So not bad lineup, you're going to get two shows for one ticket price, which, you know, ain't uh, something to sniff you at. You can't sniff at that. I mean, you can sniff about flights to Oberhausen, but... Well, uh, right now, yeah. Then, it may as well do the next two, gets up to July. Uh, Wheel of Wrestling Live in London, that's on May 27th. Think Front Row, that's gone. Uh, if you just buy me single show tickets through uh, Progress's Dice website. Uh, Tahani, LSG, Tisha, Maggot, and Trisha Dora announced so far. We'll be getting a few more, but I guess we're waiting on Progress to actually announce anything for Super Strong Style before we can do anything. Yeah. And then Driver Champions, June 17th from Turbine Hall. Nobody's announced that, but... No, think of me, yeah, maybe that's where we're going to get Mike D and Shaquille Ivy. Yeah, I think that's probably the most likely place, isn't it? Um, because then you're going up to um, some Wheel of Wrestling live shows and then. You know, shortcut, gonna... you assume, in the summer. And... Shortcut, yeah. yeah. I mean, they never announced more than one Oberhausen show in advance anyway. So it's not a, oh, we've got a massive break, but they're not going to announce, yeah, we've got car- no. You can do Driver Champs in June, or you can do Shortcut in August. But um, yeah, after that, you've got like Erfurt, uh, July 9th, Bremen, August 28th, uh, Zalsgitter on um, 2nd of September, then Tag Festival, end of September, and then you know, View of Ross and Sons. I noticed coming they'd up. actually, saying about the show's booked, they've actually got a show booked for April 2024. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, no, sorry, they've got a show booked for December, December 2024. Yeah, both. That was announced I've uh, ever seen a show last year. Three, like a year, over a year in advance. Year and a half I, in advance. I think this is them being very optimistic. I mean, knock on wood, there's not going to be any more pandemics or anything like that. But bear mind, was it, of oh, course, it was the Earthert show, wasn't it? But was the, uh, one of the first to be cancelled in COVID and the last they fulfilled because of you know, rescheduling. So, hey, if, yeah. if you, you know, you know, if you want to you know, put a finger in the air, I guess the anniversary show is going to be 21st December 2024. If you want to uh, book for the end of next year, but um, I know just from looking at myself, the flights and that for Carrot next year are just going up. So maybe looking a bit too far ahead if you're looking for anniversary 2024. Yeah, if you're trying but, to book um, Carrot hotels now, then I think you deserve to have it at B3. <laughs> just, just, just wait till October, just wait till December like everyone else. <laughs> Wait, wait I mean, till Black was, Friday. What, I always do. what was it the um, trip you were looking at? And like they were expecting, I don't know, it was probably some glitch in their booking system, but like some stupidly extortionate rate with breakfast included. It's like, like 200 euros for the room and then up to three grand if you wanted breakfast included. Yeah. yeah. It's only 15 quid a day, so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a big uh, whack anyway. The the European Championship next year, I think, has messed a lot of things up in the area because in June there is a lot of uh, there is obviously a lot of games in the Ruhrpott, so it's 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 kind of been messed up by that. But that's that's really the only thing. It's uh, you just got to keep a got to keep a you just got to keep an eye on these things. But I mean, don't be don't book your hotel now. Wait until Black Friday at least. Come on. <laughs> I see the um, names of the arenas for viewers next year, and it's all very, the insert town name here, it's, Stadium. It's, it's very off-topic, but it's very dumb, because half of them actually have proper names outside of it, so uh, I'm calling it the BVD Dortmund Arena instead of calling it the Westfalen Stadion is kind of a bit of a joke for me, but there we go. 
There no, we that's go. Not, that's not a sponsor name, is it? It's no, it's it has a proper name, you know. And there's the Rheinstadion, which is Düsseldorf. They have, well, they have they all have proper names, but they, you know, they have Arena Alf Schalke for um for uh for the Veltins, and it's like no, the Elson Kirk and Arena. Well done, well done. Very yeah, awkward. I guess the, the the person who had the um job of putting Moore's names in, uh, you know, ChatGPT or whatever he used, you know, wasn't exactly on format day, but you know, we'll we'll stop going off top with them. Yeah, so once we stitched this together, thanks, uh, Craig Boss, looking over now. But yeah, that was a lot of sixteen carat gold. Um, so we've got obviously uh, Wheel of Wrestling Frankfurt this weekend. I believe the Fight for Power show they did last weekend with APC is dropping yeah, that has Friday. So, already, I believe. Sorry, yeah. I feel like I believe that's dropped already, isn't it? Uh, let me check, and you can hear the clacky keyboard. I know they uploaded the first APC one oh, earlier right, today because we've been doing a lot. Uh, so we've got um, where is it? So they've uploaded uh, friends in our showcase from this year. Uh, the first week of Catch Grand Prix 2020, uh, Shotgun 2020 Series APC 1. Tomorrow. My apologies. Yeah. Um, yeah they've, they've been uploading a fair amount, supposedly, you know, post carrot burnout. They've not slowed down, but. Um, <laughs> and even the first wheel of wrestling show of Walter New Year from 2020 back in the day. <laughs> um, yeah. And oh, dead end twenty twenty with a graphic written maybe doesn't age well, but anyway. So yeah, um, so got the fight for Paris. We'll probably take a quick look at and then the sixteen cow gold revenge. Um, and since was it true colors is a month away. Probably back in a few weeks. Have a look at balls and anything else with Trump. So, but anything to plug, Mike, before we log off for the next few weeks. Not at the moment, not at the moment. You can follow me everywhere. You can follow me on everywhere on as at Mike Kilby. Everything you can follow me on there. Uh, I'm gonna try and find more uh, social networks so I can just more obscure things I can just plug and have my username on. Uh, Tumblr. Yeah. Tum- uh, don't think I have the Tumblr actually, but um, yeah, you probably can untapped. find the Tumblr somewhere. Uh, I'm not Mike Kilby on Untapped actually. That's a good point. I'm just thinking of what about uh, Pinterest. Anything on Pinterest. there? Uh, I did have <laughs> Pinterest. I've not used it in a long while though. It makes yeah. two of us. I still get the email alerts all. Yeah. Yeah, for oh, us, oh, oh. I think uh, at tinyurl.com, Groundhoppers Football, uh, the old episodes of Groundhoppers Guide with you and Aunt Furious. Yeah. Uh, unless he's been hacked like Lance Tech Tips and everything's been pulled down, but. No, it's all good. It's all good. Strange things happened. Um, Backpodgedrop.com for the reviews of Carrot Weekend and everything else. Uh, at Alfred Professor Pod on Twitter for this podcast. We really, really should start using that a lot more. At Big Bag Body Drop on Twitter for the website. At Bad Body drop on Instagram for photos. Fairmount Falls went above the Coward Weekend. I think I've got to re upload the night three Coward Falls. Probably get that done over the weekend. Probably around the time you'd be listening to this. But yep, that's all. Thanks for listening, everyone. And hopefully, my new voice will be buggering off before we're back in a few weeks' time. Until then, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>